You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heavenly Holt. Open Mic Spotlight features intimate conversations and performances with both local and touring musicians and artists. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Open Mic Spotlight is currently looking for future episode sponsors. Sponsorship benefits include spoken ads on episodes and logos and written ads on iTunes and social media. All funds go directly to the production and marketing of each episode. If you would like to sponsor or hear more details, please contact me at Heather Lee Holt at openmicspotlight.com. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. I am your host, Heather Lee Holt, and today is very special because we have an out-of-town guest all the way from Kentucky. Wait, do you guys live in Kentucky or do you live on the other side? Other side. Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Ohio. This is Chelsea Ford and The Trouble, but only part of The Trouble because one of their bandmates had to go back home, and he's going to catch up with you tomorrow. That's right. So... If you didn't know, Cincy and Kentucky are right next to each other. And even the airport, the Cincy airport <laughs> is, is in Kentucky. It that's is. right. Yeah. That's real confusing for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm flying into Cincinnati. Like, no, you're not. You're flying into Kentucky. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Let's go ahead and play a song. What are you going to do? Um, we're going to do one called All That You Own. Um, I wrote it about about moving. We lived in, in Cincinnati until I was 10, and then we moved to Indiana. And then we ended up moving back to Cincinnati. And so kind of about um, just moving and losing your friends and and uh, coming to terms with all of it. Yeah, it's called All That You Own. Without you, without you 
play live and I love it. Oh, it is, yeah. <laughs> so good. I've heard you play live. So you guys are a new band-ish, yeah. kind of. It's been a year and a half since we started playing together. And that's a year and a half since you've been like playing live and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I started doing open mics, what, like a year before that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, we had a, a friend of ours that plays with a band called The Tillers. They travel around a lot, but he runs like a weekly open mic in Cincinnati on the west side, a place called the Crow's Nest. And we'd been going, and I've been playing for a long time, and she's always been able to sing, but probably... I was a shower singer, that's what I always you're say. still like a shower a, singer. It's like a closet singer, you know, like, <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> but it was about five, six years ago you started six years ago, yeah. playing guitar and then bass and then banjo. Guitar, then banjo, then bass. Guitar, then banjo, then bass. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to learn upright bass. That's all I wanted to do. It changed everything. <laughs> well, then you started writing songs, and they were good. And Then you started shoving me to go to open mics. Yeah. Because you've been playing music for... Mm, like 20-something years, yeah. I guess. With Man, it makes me feel really old. And like tons of bands <laughs> yeah. throughout the years. Yeah, we were, actually, we were talking about it, because like just driving while we've mm-hmm. been out on the road, and I can't remember some of the band names mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and there's plenty of them that I would like just as soon not remember <laughs> I think but yeah I've been doing it for a while I guess and you're married we are yeah, yeah we are married it's yeah true. we're not just bandmates and I listen to her <laughs> sing in the shower that would be kind of but we've known weird. each other since I was 16 and he was 17 and we uh we started dating in high school and college and then broke up for a few years and then got back together and through all of this I was the merch girl and uh, going, watching him play music, all different types of music, metal and all kinds of stuff. And then, yeah, and then we ended up getting married and uh, now we play music together. Isn't that beautiful? It is. <laughs> it's funny how things work out because I bet yeah. like 10 years ago you never would have pictured. No, no way. I mean, I never thought I'd ever play an instrument, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got inspired by a amazing jazz bassist named Bob Bodley. Um, he played at the Blue Wisp in Cincinnati, and um, he's passed, um, but it was very inspiring. <laughs> and he actually, he, he passed away 
pretty shortly after you mm-hmm. saw him, right? Yep. I only got to see him one time. Yeah. The bass that we bring around with us when we play that our bass player, Matt, uses is named Bodley. Mm-hmm. For that yep. reason. It's kind of crazy how you put your mind to something and you decide you're going to do something and then you just do it and then it happens. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. crazy how that works. People always say, oh, I'm I'm however old. I can't learn an instrument. And I'm like, well, I don't know about that. I was just about to turn 30 and I've and I started playing and I've learned guitar, banjo, upright bass and uh, and tenor guitar. And, you know, once you start playing stringed instruments, it gets easier to p- pick up any of them. Yeah. But you can do it at any time. Yeah, I went to school to be a percussionist. I did not think I was going to ever play guitar <laughs> or sing in a microphone yeah. in front of people. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and now, you know. <laughs> John started out on drums. I did. That's true. Yeah. You guys should wail out later. <laughs> <laughs> well, what cover are you guys going to do? This one is called Blues Stay Away From Me, and I've heard the Leuven Brothers do it, and that's what, what I've heard, so... I'm sure everyone's probably And you're picking up the washboard. Yep. Gonna throw that on. (laughs) This is the first for open mic spotlight, and I'm really excited about it. I know. Brought my brushes with me.
Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. That was perfect for you guys. Thanks. So you're missing a band member. Yes. Matt isn't here, and he plays the upright bass. Yeah. And the fool. He plays the fool. He plays the fool sometimes. Yeah. Doctor Matt Crone. Yeah. No, he we <laughs> we played yesterday on the Blue Plate Special in Knoxville, and he was there for that. But he's uh he he runs his own company doing like web design and stuff, and mm-hmm. I guess they had a bunch of stuff going on this week. So he was planning to come with us, but kind of at the last minute said, "I think I'll come down, and then I'll." Pop back up, and then we're playing tomorrow out in uh, in Ohio, Eastern East, Ohio. Far yeah, let's talk Ohio. about the whole tour that you have this week. Oh, on. yeah, that's yeah. that's it. It's the Blue Plate <laughs> Special um, here, and then a place called Rowdy's up in Jackson, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday night we're playing back home at a Southgate House Revival for the Tillers' first annual String Breakers Ball. Mouthful. Such a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be a blast. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is your first like mini tour kind mm-hmm. of thing, but you. Yeah. Played tons of festivals. We did from. play quite a few, yeah, in the last in the last year, yeah. Yeah, we got a few more. Well, I, I think our first official gig was a festival, which was kind of well. We crazy. played. We played um, the Covington Farmers Market in Kentucky. That was our very first show, and it was uh, three hours. <laughs> and then the next day, we played the Good People Festival, which is a festival that. Um, I adore. It's just a nice, it's a beautiful size. It's had great musicians come through there and play. It's just a really cool festival um, on beautiful grounds. And my lovely friend Rachel does it, and it's really cool. So, yeah, that's why we got a bass player because we got booked for this festival. And I was like, oh, we got to take this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like come so, up with a name and like. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was in July, like the end of July. And the Beginning of July, we called our friend Matt and said, hey, you want to play bass? You better learn these songs real quick. And um, we got a show booked. <laughs> so, And we got to come up with a name and a Facebook page and do all the things. So we did. It's been going great. Yeah. yeah. And we got to, we started going to a festival around Cincinnati called the Whispering Beard Folk Festival six, seven years ago. Seven years ago, yeah. And that was kind of, I think we both, we both kind of liked this style of music already mm-hmm. but there was just something about the community around it that really impacted us and then uh, and we've gone every year since it's an outdoor camping festival and they always have great like jason isbel played one year and tyler yeah. childers has played several years justin towns yeah this past year we, we got, got to, to play, play which was really cool yeah um, when we first started going i didn't even play any instruments and then i got to play it <laughs> yeah, that's so fun yeah i uh i kept Thinking someone would pinch me, so. <laughs> I, hope, I hope people are listening to this oh. podcast eventually, thinking, "I'm going to play my guitar more." Oh, I hope I'm so too. Sing more. That's great. I have a lot of friends who have little kids who say, "Oh, my kids love your album," and some of it's really not child appropriate, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Our friend Geoff, his his little daughter Jane, uh, she loves my hat. She loves to wear my hat around, and uh, she's just the cutest, tiniest little thing, and. And she she sings my songs, and uh, it's the most flattering thing. Yes. <laughs> and apparently, they had to, our friend had to have a conversation with his daughter because she was singing. There's a song on the album called "Killing of a Killer," which is kind of like an old timey like murder ballad yeah. kind of situation, I guess. Except you know, in the traditional murder ballads, it was always like the guy murdering the woman, which was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> always kind of weird, like kind of creepy to me anyway. So she kind of flipped that on its ear and did it the other way around. But I guess there had to be a conversation where our friend had with his daughter to say no more singing murder ballads at school 
<laughs> in class. <laughs> it's not appropriate. <laughs> oh, but I was so shy for so long, and I wish I wouldn't have been. And so mm-hmm. I, I really try to encourage everyone. It's, it's exciting to watch people yeah. uh, change and develop. Come years. into their own and yeah. be confident in it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that album. All right. I'd love to. So uh, we recorded on June 3rd of last year, 2018. We recorded 13 songs in 12 hours in an old tavern called Camp Springs Tavern on the third floor. Our bud, Keith Neltner, owns it, and he allowed us to, to record there, and it was a very special day. Our friend Rob Fugate did the, the sound for it and all the mixing and everything, and, and our friend Joe Macherette, who was in his own band, Joe's Truck Stop, and it's amazing, mm-hmm. and you should check it out. He, <laughs> he did some lap steel and uh, some fiddle on it, so it was just about as dreamy of a day as you could possibly have. It was exhausting, but it was a dream. And two months later, we had our album release. <laughs> and so it was great. all done. Yeah. So yeah. We got to do the album release show at the tavern because he yeah. they host music there, but usually it's inside and it's kind of a small room. It's real yeah. intimate, but there's an outside sort of patio and it ended up being great weather and everybody just kinda like grabbed a chair and sat on the hillside and we got to play and it was a lovely summer evening. Yeah. Um, oh, that sounds so nice. It was. It was magic. It really kind of was. And then our, our friend Lisa Sullivan did the photography for the album, and then Keith Neltner did the artwork. So it, everything was just close to our hearts, and uh, you know we didn't have to go far to get anything for any of it. It was mm-hmm. it was just really nice in that way, um, and it was all songs that I'd written in the last few years, and one that you'd written, two that you'd written, two yeah, two that John had written. Uh, so yeah, not that I'm counting. <laughs> Make sure the royalty checks are, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to listen to one of those songs. Okay. And this is from the album, and this is Old and Blue. Yeah, a song about a cheating husband, not one that I have.
So our bass player, Matt, he was actually an electric bass player, and he learned upright bass just to play with us. So not only did I learn all of these instruments, but Matt also learned upright bass, and he's awesome. I just gotta gotta give him props. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he was um, a friend of ours for years, and I think I met I met him because I took over teaching his guitar lessons at this little music shop near us, and then we started hanging out. And he was playing in a band. I was playing in a different band. We were playing shows together, and then he's just sort of been a, a bud for years and years. And we asked him if he would mind doing it, and he jumped right into it. And and he's a real bubbly fellow. I think if he were here, he'd have some super to say about it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, he's like the the personality in the group. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's the one with the good hair. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that sells the t-shirts too. Yeah. yeah, he he pushes our our merch. He uh keeps things rolling when we're like tuning our guitars on stage. Yeah, so he's telling me to talk more. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> and he he actually started a petition at one show cuz we usually we would never set up, we would just do two mics up front because we both sing but he doesn't. So he he ripped off a piece of cardboard somewhere one time and he wrote petition Mike for Matt and <laughs> passed it around the crowd oh, to get people to signatures. sign it. Oh, everybody signed it. Yeah. So then for the most part since then he's gotten a microphone. Yeah. That's so he can great. chat everyone up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to have to learn some harmonies. He does backups with me on one song. That's true, he does. He earns the mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he earned it. So let's talk about what you do for your day jobs and whatnot. Oh, I do landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of landscaping? Well, I'm in transition right now, but um going to be digging in the dirt more. and uh, Like for residential homes? And yeah, I, I started a new job in March. It's going to be doing residentials, residential landscaping. So I've done farming. I've done serving. I've worked at pet stores. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not much of a professional I guess you'd say <laughs> but I, I have a very strong love for plants and in the ground so I'm happy to be where I'm at right now yeah and I made the m- mistake of going to law school almost 10 years ago now mm-hmm. so that's what I do for my day job but I feel pretty lucky because I work for a legal aid society so it's all public interest whenever i'm like talking about what i do for a living chelsea always chimes in and says he's the free lawyer (laughs) (laughs) but i do a lot of work with kids because everyone otherwise if i don't say that everyone thinks you're the bad type of lawyer there's there's some people that think the free lawyers are the bad lawyers but oh okay well they're the bad people yeah when john told me he was going to law school i almost broke up with him sure and then he told me that what he wanted to do and i said oh that kind of lawyer does exist. Okay. So you don't just want to be a jerk that takes everybody's money and <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's play a song. Okay. We're going to play another original. Mhm. And what are you going to play? Uh, this is one called Lost and Alone. It's one that John wrote. This is pretty pretty recent. Last couple of months, I'd say. Mhm. So I've I've been out like on the road very little bit. And now we've been out on the road a little bit together, but we, all of our friends that play music are, you included, Mm -hmm. are all over the place all the time. Mm -hmm. And I sort of thought about, especially like if I was out on my own, what would like the negative side of it feel like the, when you're, you know, not feeling great about it when you're kind of just lonely and missing home. 
And that's kind of what this one's about. And I thought it would sound a lot better if Chelsea sang it mm. versus me. <laughs> I love it.
good song. <laughs> oh. Thank you. It was a feel good song. Yeah. Kind of sad but hopeful. Thanks. Yeah. 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 If is. we do a happy song, you it's guaranteed it's a cover. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, not good at writing those yet. I though. mean, sad but hopeful is just like a motto for living, right? Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that on your. If wall. you're if you're old enough, <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> Past five. Yeah. It's like once yeah. you've experienced <laughs> enough, which doesn't take long. <laughs> yeah. Well. Let's talk about your influences. Um, musical influences for me. Because <laughs> we do have different influences. I really love a lot of jazz and blues stuff. So mm-hmm. um, like I, I love Nina Simone and uh, Big Mama Thornton. But I also love like Lucinda Williams and uh, Carter Family and the Leuven Brothers. Loving the Leuven. <laughs> if you love bluegrass or country music and you don't know who the Leuven brothers are, you have got to listen to them. It changed my life. <laughs> she got a six or eight disc, like every album by the Leuven brothers in a box set I got for her for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And with the exception of like the last hour and a half of drive time, this tour, that's all has been <laughs> it's, in the stereo. There's so many songs. I mean, you got to listen to all of them. They're great. Right? They're great songs. Great <laughs> harmonies. That's great stuff. Oh, That's is. a lot of music. And we found out that Charlie Leuven actually came to uh, Shake It Records, this place in Northside, and played there. But it was years ago, and I didn't even know who he was at the time. But, man, it would have been a magical place. But they recorded it, so I got that, too. Mm-hmm. And I got the book. And Keith Neltner, our bud, he made a documentary about him, and he gave us a copy. So I've gotten to see that. It's all it's all Leuven all the time Yeah, <laughs> over at the Ford household. Um, I love the Leuven brothers too. I love a lot of a lot of the same things that Chelsea said. But uh, Guy Clark is kind of a big songwriting musical influence for me, just because of like kind of the way he approached. I feel like he was like a craftsman. Like he he was very deliberate about the way he went about writing a song. It wasn't like I'm going to wait for the inspiration to strike. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm going to get in and work at it, and maybe some of it's going to suck, but eventually, hopefully something good will come out of the end of it. And from what I've sort of read about him or like learned about him, he was also really supportive of other musicians who were trying to figure out what their voice was. And he would, he would take like someone had a tape for him to listen to. He would actually take it and listen to him and call him back and say, here's what I think. Here's what you could do different or would invite people over to hang out in his kitchen and play songs. And that's so great. Yeah. I feel like that's, like genius too, because when you're helping people, you're also learning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so much yeah. about yourself and others, and yeah. you're gaining insight on so much more. Right, yeah. and I feel like if you're like if you can make friends, you know that can, that never hurts either. Right, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know who knows? Maybe the person you're give, give imparting your wisdom to, they might end up being amazing mm-hmm. and would be a, be a friend for life and you can play music together and or just hang out yeah. and uh, have yeah. fun together so he's he's been for I mean probably the last decade or so he's been a big like in the forefront of my mind but a lot of the you know the old kinds of Hank Williams Sr. and Johnny Cash and those kind of guys I tend to gravitate towards when I was younger I listened to a lot of like punk rock and indie music and stuff and I still like something like Fugazi and some of the DC area stuff and when Ryan Adams Heartbreaker probably not when it came out mm-hmm. but like 
when I found it and I was probably in my early twenties, that was a huge sort of turning point for me when I really started focusing on guitar and songwriting and stuff like that. I did want to say too, that we, the sort of music community we have in our hometown is pretty dang inspiring. Mm-hmm. I was inspired when I was there. Oh, you got to come back. I mean, I played for what I seemed like a listening room besides oh, that yeah. one lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's always that one lady. <laughs> oh, and that guy. <laughs> I forget about that guy too. But it was it was a pretty great experience yeah. for me, and I can only imagine what it's like all the time there. Yeah, you were in a room full of beardos. That's the festival that that I got to play at the Whispering Beard. It's uh we all call ourselves beardos and and we're a family. We're yeah. big old weirdo beardo family. It's so but great. everyone is so encouraging. I, I don't I don't know that I'd play music if it if our music community didn't exist because it would be too terrifying, you know, mm-hmm. to get started at this age. Cigar to Sensi. Yes. yes. Find the beardos. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Everyone ends with advice you can give to the listeners. I'll let each of you give a tidbit of advice. So ad- advice I would say for people who want to play music is to be persistent. And I would say do a lot of self-analyzing about why you want to do it. And if your reason is that you really enjoy writing and performing and playing, then that's great. If you just want to like get attention or like get adoration, it's probably not the right <laughs> path for you. Um, because there's a whole lot of people ignoring you for a long time, I think, (laughs) (laughs) before it turns around. And I think in general, and this applies for if you want to play music and sort of get out and about, and I think in life in general is just to be kind and supportive and compassionate to the people you come across, because my experience has been that it will return itself to you in spades. And it's just never, even if it doesn't, it's it's never a bad way to go about things. Everything is connected. Mm-hmm. Even the plants. So be nice to the plants. Yeah. Too. Yes. Don't put your cigarette butts in the plants. <laughs> and they don't Chelsea like Chelsea has either. to pick them up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So because I started playing so late in life, I'm all about advice and shoving people into music. But I, I feel like making time for yourself and finding a space that allows you to breathe and invites creativity is so important and most people don't figure that out until later until they're about to lose their mind and they have they have to carve out that time and find as many activities in your life that you can get lost in you know ours is music but there's many different ways to do it and and don't don't give up on it if you love it there's a lot of success stories that start late 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 in life um a big one for me is Sharon Jones uh Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings uh she didn't have her first album until she was 40 and she's a killer so um there's just so many people like that so concentrate on that instead of you know the people that make it at the age of 17 and there's so many different definitions of success oh absolutely yeah so but yeah just don't don't uh, look at anyone else as a uh, a measuring you know device just do it all on your own for you yeah beautiful (laughs) okay so we're gonna close out with when i go which is also on your album. Yes. This is a song that I wrote about uh, me and John's relationship because when we were younger, we did break break up a lot and uh, <laughs> and ended up back together. So this is kind of me looking back at, at that period and, and what we went through. So 
Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank, Thank you, you for Heather. having us. <laughs> I'm so this glad to fun. have you guys on. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs>
If you enjoy this podcast, please consider leaving a rating or a review on iTunes, Facebook, or even the openmicspotlight.com website. If you love this podcast, share it on Facebook and tell your friends about the awesome talent you hear on Open Mic Spotlight. It would be a huge help.